0: Hello and welcome to another episode of All By The Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today we have another double feature for you guys. Uh, we're going to be talking about Beautiful Boy and Boy Erased. We're talking are, about all the boys. Our two uh, boys in very difficult situations.
1: Oh yes. Indeed. hmm
0: Who just so, so happen would... to be
1: Timmy and Lucas Hedges, the two... Golden boys of the
0: last three years. (laughs) Yes. I am loving what Lucas Hedges is being in right now. Yeah. Um, So I'm super excited to see where he goes. Um, But I thought we would talk about Beautiful Boy first. Yes. Yes. Which we... I saw about a month ago...
1: And I probably saw about a month ago
0: as well. Um, I don't remember.
1: Um, you saw it like a few weeks after me because I went to so the Angelica Maybe you saw it two months ago. Yeah, it was like, it was some time later, and we've been meaning to talk about this movie. We just like had we just could not. We just like could not find the time because we've been seeing so many different movies lately. Um, so, but yeah, so so beautiful boy. Um, Steve Carell and Timothy Chalamet, and then, uh, supporting. Mara Turney, and uh, uh, what's her name?
0: Amy Ryan. Yes. Yes, the mothers. Yes. So I'm gonna try and try and remember how this movie. Um, but I I do remember. I remember most of it. It's fine. We could just <laughs> we, could, we could. Okay. Just go. Well, let's just do. Can do you remember what what your initial reaction was after you watched the movie? Um initial reaction. Let's see. I I thought it was gonna be better. Um, mm-hmm. but, but not, but not in the way that like, like, cause, uh, not it as a whole because there were just pieces of it that I, that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. So, but, but I did think, I guess, uh, I, I'm just gonna go out and say it. I kind of was thinking that Steve Carell was gonna do a better job. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I don't know. I thought, you know, they gave him, they gave him a lot of screen time. Yeah. And I felt, and I felt like he wasn't cutting it. I, I was really excited to see Steve Carell in, in this type of role. I'm, I was super supportive of him doing more of these dramatic, serious roles. Like, I would, I'd love to see him doing this. Yeah. But I just think, I think they gave him too much and didn't really give anyone else enough i think that they gave
1: the i think the women carried the emotion a little better yes and most definitely that that's why i felt like steve carell was lacking yeah i mean i thought he did a fine job i just don't think they wrote it like i think the problem is is maybe in the screenplay um possibly because it just is is a very relaxed and very realistic film. There's there's no like it, there's hardly any like music other than like in some montage scenes uh and it's it was just very like realistic. It just seemed like every conversation was a conversation that like people have normally and it it was just a very kind of you I felt like it was improvised or just done on the spot like talk about this and just kind of bond a little bit you know or and so it in that sense it was just a little bit aimless in, in a way
0: yeah i'll definitely agree with that and and going back to steve carell i think he he definitely hit the spot on like very controlling strict like overbearing parent a little bit I, yeah i i got that but i was kind of hoping to also get get a bit more of him when he was with the kid, when when he was with the young Nick mm, scenes. Yeah. Like, he was he yeah. was very great in those scenes with the kid, but mm-hmm. then I really wasn't feeling it when he was with Timothy. I mean, and I, I guess that makes sense
1: because... He was supposed to be distant from his own son. That That's, like, kind of the idea. So, it yes. seemed like they did not have a good relationship, and that's what, like, he thought that they did, though. Because, like, we see those scenes of him talking about, oh, you know, I smoke a bit, you want to smoke a joint with me, Dad? And it's like, he's cool and everything. It just seems that it didn't, he didn't actually know his son. And that's like really kind of the, the story of the, the memoir is like, oh, I didn't really, I didn't know my kid was into these hard drugs. And then what happened to him? And, and then he loses himself. Like, I mean, you literally watch like his son be addicted to crack and it's like, there's no coming back from that. And your brain has changed forever. And it was very clear that this was like a downward spiral that was not going to end well.
0: Yeah, and I also loved like the like the constant I, I don't know how to explain it, but like the the pull, the release and tug. Like you mm, yeah. you, you feel like Nick is going to be coming around on the mend, but then but mm-hmm. then he relapses and mm-hmm. and you know you're kind of you're kind of feeling this like tension and release and like, the whole time. Yeah, that's the whole I movie. Which I thought was
1: really great. Yeah. It was really, really great. And it's exhausting because you know that when he falls back into relapse, like, he's gonna do that. And you know what's going to happen because, like I said, they tell you that his brain is completely changed now. Um, That's right. Yeah, so, with the
0: amounts of drugs that he was taking.
1: Yeah, and it was, like, actually changing his brain and the fact that he was gonna just... This was his life now. I mean, it was, like, grieving... For somebody who is still alive in a way, because they keep fucking themselves over so much.
0: Yeah, I honestly liked the the part because I like I, I can understand where like how how Steve Crow was taking his character, but it just felt so separate. Whenever he was like, I, I just ugh, I don't know. I just wanted to feel the, the love and support still there, but it was just a lot of, a lot of strict and control, which makes sense, but, like, I don't know, I wanted him to do, like, a bit more, but, mm-hmm. but when, <sighs> I just
1: lost my train of thought. I, lost I, it. I don't know. Okay, 100%. well, I think we should just name that Timmy did a really good job, and he did get a Golden Globe nomination for this, um, that's and, true, yes, and, like, it's deserved, like, he does a, he does a really good job of, presenting himself as somebody who's trying to keep it together and like is clearly not and uh you know i think that it's a it's a like i think he does a good job of like showing what it's like to live with this disease and everything um and that's why that the movie like kind of works because it is like a life kind of feeling so you you're flowing through this as if it is part of their lives and um but it can be a little bit slow. It can be a little bit, like, droning, I think. And it's it's pretty, though. It's a, it's a like, nice, beautiful movie because they have this amazing house up in Northern California that's, like, in the woods. Looks like it's, oh, like, yeah. a craftsman this, house. This house. <laughs> this house was amazing. I can't even believe that people even live in houses that look like this, but
0: okay. I know, right? It, it looked like a... It looked... Like a a mixture of a treehouse slash cabin, like yeah. it was, oh. it was it was wonderful. It was gorgeous, uh, gorgeous place. The other thing I I didn't really care for was because like you said, there was not really a whole bunch of score. But from the score that was there, well, when whenever they played music in their individual rooms, like 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 the actual character had music on, I liked mm-hmm. that. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, but there was this one segment of music where things things got a little intense but it, it's it sounded like crime investigation music i i don't know what it was <laughs> but there was like this one this one like sequence that was like maybe it was during was it when, like when first, the girl died first relapse or something or when the girl died i don't know but it was like some crazy like tv tv show crime music and oh my I god was like, what That's... what is this Yeah, it was it was very off putting. I think I actually kind of preferred it being silent. No,
1: I know what you're talking about. There's there's the music in the part where the dad is reading his notebook, like reading Nick's notebook on his bed. Uh, There's like this kind of like yeah, there's like that really weird music. Weird music was like like it was just too much. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It was way too intense.
0: And also... I was like,
1: like, what is happening? (laughs) I mean, because he was just reading, like, the notebook of of his son, like, talking about how much he really loved crack, basically. Um, Yeah. And it's just like, oh, this is so dramatic. And, you know, he's, like, drawing all these really weird drawings and stuff. Um, But then there's also the part with... uh, Where they play... um, fiddler on the roof it's like sunrise sunset and it's like steve carell playing with his kids and stuff it was just kind of it was a bit much i think
0: yeah so not too crazy about the score except for in those very specific situations and and again i really wanted a bit more from uh from david chef's uh current wife and his ex-wife like i i kind of wanted to see a bit more of them. I loved...
1: I think my favorite part in the whole movie was when um, uh, Nick was driving away with his girlfriend and... Yeah, after like robbing the house. They like basically like stole money from the house and then Mara Turney like runs after them in the car and is like winding through all of the roads because they're like super windy and like Nick won't stop. He won't stop and she just keeps following him and she just starts crying and crying but she's still driving and she's like... You can tell that she's really angry but and then eventually she just stops and just does not want to follow him anymore and it's just so heartbreaking because nick just keeps going and keeps leaving and you just hope that he'll stop and turn around but he doesn't it's just so heartbreaking and i think mara Turney does an amazing job in that scene
0: yeah i think i think towards the end that was where a lot of the roles were getting very strong like when when steve carell started like or when david so doing like the tough love. Yeah, that was good. Like that all was really of that. good. That was strong. That was yeah. good. Like at at that time, I was like, okay, this, okay, I'm starting to get into it. And then also when they finally showed, like, I, I didn't understand for the entire movie what, like, you know, everything meant. And then they finally show you at the very end, like, when he's like telling Nick how much he loves him. And it's like, I, I, like, I, I love you more than everything or something. Like it was. Yeah. Um, which, yeah which, you I don't thought, see. which I thought was a very great scene that I kind of wish they'd showed us sooner, I think. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, a little bit, because it came at the very end, Mm -hmm. at the very, very end. Yeah,
1: it just, like, it's, I know that this is based on a book, so I feel like that's where a lot of those kind of little quirky things about the movie came into play, and, you know, yeah, like, I felt for these characters a lot, but it still felt like I was watching a movie, you know, it was like really hard because there was not that many characters in it, and it just was such as... It was like a movie under a microscope. Like, it was just so... Like, so many things, but just the interactions, really, between, like, Steve Carell and Timothy Chalamet. Like, so I thought that that was a little bit hard because there's just more to life than, than just those interactions, even though we get to see Timmy,
0: like, going off the rails and stuff. I just... I don't know. I yeah it it just seemed like there wasn't there wasn't enough scenes really showing their connections and the movie itself just still seemed so distant yeah like you couldn't you couldn't quite get close to these characters you were you yeah. were there and you were you were reaching out like trying to trying to reach them but they just they just weren't quite there well they just get. like weren't that
1: relatable in general no. and i think that that's kind of the hard part because there's so many people going through this this same thing and it's really important that we like Saw this movie and got to see the effects of drug addiction, like, firsthand and everything, like, watching it in this film. Um, And so, like, that was was nice to see and, like, a nice story that we can, like, obviously now understand that the people going through this, it is so, so, so difficult for everyone involved. And it just, I wish it was, like, a little bit of a better movie because then we would have connected with the characters more and we would have been more just re- being more relatable to somebody makes it, it it's impact
0: even like more you know yeah i also want to point out the the kids in this the boy and the girl oh yeah they were amazing they were so great yeah
1: really uh, good I think actors it
0: was like jasper mhm jasper and daisy I and think? daisy yeah yeah amazing yeah, actors and, and you know how he's constantly asking you know like will nick come to my come to my swim meet you know and, and they, they think they see him and they get very excited and, and the, the connection between them and Timmy was like very real, very yeah. very he, there, very open. I saw the love
1: very, very clearly between him and his little brother and sister for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which again, yeah. I mean, with Tim with, with Timmy, we know he's good, so we knew that he was gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I went I went in knowing he was gonna be flawless. Yeah. Um, right. And he is like He's and just, he is. He really is. He's, he does the job,
1: like, very well. Um, You know, it's no Call Me By Your Name, but, like, I love it. Yeah. It's still really great. Yeah. So, you know. Anyways, uh, I guess we could just go over some of the um, scores. <laughs> it got a 63 metascore. Which is what I would give it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't a bad yeah, movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Should I read the lowest one? The lowest ones? Sure. Go ahead. Uh yeah. film stage it says, if this was Nick's story from the start, I wouldn't know better I wouldn't know a better avenue existed, and if it remained David's throughout, I would continue seeing the teen as a tragic cautionary tale he should be rather than the selfish plot device he becomes on a purely aesthetic level. However, beautiful boy succeeds
0: okay, okay, okay. that's kind of harsh, but all right it is it is um I think. The one right above that, I know it's it's also low, but I I feel like it kind of covers some stuff as well uh, by The Hollywood Reporter, who also gave it a 50. Uh, As as enacted here by unquestionably fine actors, the story does not emerge as compelling or convincing, and the film is aggravatingly narrow-minded in its interests. However, if one stays with it all the way to the end, it is absolutely worth sitting still for the end credits, for which is played a monologue by Nick, which is the best thing in the picture.
1: Okay. Uh, and then I, I guess so. we'll do the the Screen International, which is the 80. It says, Strong committed performances and the upsetting ring of reality anchor a highly personal film, which cycles through addiction, relapse, and rehab in an episodic way, each high as inevitable as the low at which it follows.
0: I agree with that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, that was
1: Beautiful Boy. Uh, I guess Let's we could... Can- Move on Please to our next director. Done. Our Felix? next uh, sad boy, <laughs>
0: Felix. Yes. Ugh. Our next boy.
1: Our next boy.
0: <laughs> our next boy who also had to go through something very difficult. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. We we just need we just need to get okay. So this movie is very fresh in our minds. Oh yes. Just I literally saw this like three hours ago. So I I am primed. I just finished watching this two hours ago. <laughs> So I am ready. Yeah. Okay. Where do we want to start? <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. You pick.
1: Uh. Okay. First impressions was, I really like this movie.
0: I, this movie was terrifying. <laughs> yes, it was. I was scared out of my mind. The whole entire time. I honestly don't understand what, why people need to go see horror films when you have this. When you this have reality is true horror. This is horror. Yeah, it horror was, at its finest. It's very oh uncomfortable. Gosh. I was I was very emotional. Yeah. I was, oh, I I was happy. I was sad. I was tearing up. I was terrified. I was everything. I was everything in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, it got you then. It was a it was Emily kind of movie, wasn't it? Oh shit! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't oh my god! I I oh god. okay okay. And Lucas did so good. I Lucas love this was kid. amazing. I love this kid so much. He's I, so great. He did
1: a really good job in this movie. Like I did not. Oh my I gosh. didn't expect this movie to be like as so good terrifying. As it was. Yeah. I I honestly oh my god. thought it was like. I thought it was going to be fine, but it was better than fine. So I I still, like, I still think it could have been a little better, but honestly, like, I liked it. So, I, I don't know. Lucas was amazing.
0: Yeah, there was definitely a lot of very strong things that this movie did. There was, I think my only complaint would be that I, I liked how it was laid out, but but how it was laid out was also a little cheesy and could have been, like, f- yeah. more finessed. Yeah. And more, like... And just more uh, better, I guess. But mm-hmm. but I, but I did like the way it was laid out a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And I was actually looking at the director of this, Joel Edgerton. Uh, yeah, the yeah. actor. He's done. He did The Gift as well, which I was mm-hmm. surprised. I did know he did that. Yeah, that that The Gift also has like the same score as as Boy Erased. Mm. Like the I... the Gift is a fairly high meta score. I was very surprised. And I think that's actually like a horror movie, isn't it? Yeah. Or it's something.
1: It's like a thriller, like,
0: horror genre. No, it's higher. It's higher than Boy Erased. This wow. a really high score. I've never seen that. Me neither. I kind of want to see it. Well, I would say but that- anyway.
1: I thought that the cinematography in this movie was also kind of scary, and a lot of the, the 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 photography, like, all the lighting was- very dramatic and we had a lot yeah, did of you, dark lighting with like
0: just bright lights illuminating things you know yeah did you notice that and i don't know if this was just my theater but it would like during during a single scene it would it would brighten and darken like like it was yeah. like the lights were still transitioning to the to the scene mm-hmm. or something like uh, I I don't know. It didn't do that. I noticed it a lot. I did notice that a lot of scenes were
1: really dark. And they were, they were darker than I, like, anticipated them to be. Like, when Russell Crowe walks upstairs after, um, uh, Jared finds out that his friend had died. And he, like, he closes the door and he sees his dad up the stairs. And it's, like, that was a very dark scene. Like, I could hardly see Russell Crowe. Like, I think it might have been in, like, the theater I was in.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I noticed a lot of a lot of darkness as well. It seemed um, like it was mostly located in their house. You know. Yeah, yeah, in their house or in the hotel room, in the hotel. Or in, yeah. Or, or, or kind of in in those flashback scenes. Yeah. Right. So I guess I I really don't know where where to go from here. Do you want to talk about like the different characters? That, yeah. that might be yeah. That might be good. So I guess, why don't we start with, uh, why don't we start with Russell Crowe? Okay. The dad. Marshall, Marshall Eamons. Eamons.
1: Um, so he's a, the character of the dad is a, uh, pastor and also a owner of a Ford dealership. Yes. So we know what kind of man he is, basically. Um, that he's kind of I actually expected him to be more strict and like more violent, but he's not a bad guy. He's just
0: trying to do what's best for his son.
1: Actually yeah, and
0: he's and he's just very set in his ways and his faith, really. I mean Yeah. It's I I also wasn't aware that this movie was gonna be so religiously driven i mean mm. i should have expected it but i just i just didn't which well <laughs> is...
1: i mean it, it, it's all down to it nicole was kidman's uh nicole kidman's makeup and costume because that was the whole movie for me
0: <laughs> oh well yeah yeah just just nicole kidman's whole look yeah was, amazing was very so arkansas fantastic. like
1: so arkansas woman arkansas mother with the big hair the nails, the glim- like, the glitzy cross. Oh,
0: gosh, her acrylics that you could just see from miles away? Yeah, like,
1: all of her, like, really sparkly bracelets, sparkly shirts, like, she was, like, the way it goes for like, a suburban housewife in the Midwest. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, great, too. Just great. (laughs) Super great costumes. Uh, Uh, but, yeah, so the dad, like, obviously, Russell Crowe was really good. I thought that his performance, especially in the end, as the film got got more and more, it, he was – he just became more and more of, like, somebody who you actually cared about instead of, like, being just a, an evil person. And I think I saw that more when he was, like, screaming at Joel Edgerton, like Jared was. He was like, I'm not mad at my father. I'm mad at you. You're You're the one who's the problem. Like, it's not – me who's the problem it's not my
0: father who's the problem you know it's like yeah like stop stop trying to place the blame on on someone there, there, there doesn't need to be any blame given like it's just this oh man i just this movie was so hard to watch yeah it
1: really was it was really and, hard to watch
0: and i just oh my gosh i found i found myself like i really silently like under my breath like cursing people out <laughs> and yeah oh man like oh gosh it was so it was so heartbreaking oh yeah
1: my gosh. oh there was, was these so uh these two it was very sweet there was these two guys on a date in front of me and they one of them went to, like to go to the bathroom and then when he came back he like linked arms with the other guy and they were like whispering to each other and then one of them like he put his head on the other guy's shoulder and it was it was so cute <laughs> and we were watching this yeah. movie and sometimes they'd be like oh no like I watched that and yeah it was, it was a very like interesting look into these conversion therapies and how just
0: fucking awful they are yeah this, oh my gosh yes I I honestly hated every second that that Jared was in was in the therapy I wanted him to just leave Mm -hmm. And, and I just, and it was so, oh, it was so crazy. Okay. I have to just talk about it because it's seriously been on my mind since I came home. But gosh, that, that first, that first college scene. Oh my gosh. Oh my uh, gosh. I was trying to talk to my 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 brother
1: about it on the subway and I was like, I can't even tell you what happens because it was so, so hard to watch. And I was. I, I like, was just in a state of shock, and I think it has to come oh. down to how well this was directed and acted and, like, just treated. Like, I thought it was very well done as a scene. Um, so well done, and it was so... Oh my god, I can't even! <laughs> I, I I was so upset that the fact that, like, it didn't seem to affect him at
0: all afterwards was kind of crazy you know like well yeah the i mean immediately afterwards but you could tell when he was when he was with Xavier that he was definitely a bit more cautious yes and yes and definitely not wanting to to really touch him at all like he like and and i and i loved that so it was just oh this this scene was not only like like just a, a complete mind fuck but yeah, it was like yeah. oh yeah and it it was also horrifying like like you <sighs> like he, he goes to college you want you want him to just be himself and you know find find someone and yeah, you yeah. think he does but then but then this happens and you're just like no this isn't supposed to happen this no this isn't supposed to happen it it was like, not supposed to happen and even after that he's like he's still
1: into guys, and he doesn't like reject that about himself. He's kind of like, yeah, I still, I still like guys. Like even though this shitty thing happened to him, he's like still like that. Yeah, and but I,
0: this, I that the shocking horrible thing. Yeah, you you'd think that he wouldn't be able to be with anyone after this. Yeah, after that, and, and then he like, well, he does. We don't really see him with anybody else,
1: and he's with Xavier, but like not really. Like they just hold hands and sleep next to each other. Like it's it's very well, yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> like poss- what is very
0: very consensual. Yes, um, yes. Exactly. But yeah, so pro- probably after his experience with Xavier, it it probably allowed him to trust again. Tro- so, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And but but it definitely seemed like his 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 most his biggest worry, of course, was, you know, being accepted and and being loved by his family, which you know, cuz he had a lot of shit to deal with in this movie. <sighs> It was yes. It was terrible. He had he had this this horrific horrific experience in college, and then which is also just super sad on on the the other guy's part as well. Like I'm definitely not saying that what he did was good, but it was also because of not being okay with who he is oh, that yeah. it happened. Oh yeah, like it's it's because he bad did it already before. Around. Like he'd done it before, and because he has all this all this pent up. It's... pent up like rage for himself like and everything yeah. around him yeah and that it said it that it came out aggressively and you saw that you saw that mirrored in xavier dolan's character
1: as as well um who played the guy who was you know the, always saluting at everybody yes like he didn't want to touch anyone well okay xavier dolan let's just talk about him for a second he is a yes uh a french canadian director that's made um, several movies and a lot of them are very LGBT communities, like er, movies, and so he's like a big part of the, the the film scene for French cinema and LGBTQ cinema, as well. Oh, great! Cool. He, I didn't know that. S- yeah. So, like, if you check out his stuff, he's like, I mean, he's very prolific in the indie scene and also is going to be up and coming in a lot of that stuff. Um, but he's also an actor, so he's he's like, I think. Joel Ederson had him in this film because he has made a lot of LGBTQ films and all that stuff. So um it was like he played a character that was
0: definitely like psychologically fucked up because of this place and was just like of, of his place and probably of his because I think he was also getting abused by his father, I think. As oh yeah. Well. Yeah. Cause he of, all, like he he would yeah, he had he, bruises come into all the every time. session with like new cuts and bruises on his face and, you know, saying that, you know, he does he he would rather live in one of these homes than than live with his own father. Yeah. So it was a uh, like it's just
1: it was really sad to see the other characters surrounding him and like I really love Choice of On as well. Like he was really great. I'm glad he had some things to say to Jared. Um and then also the the kid Cameron, who that whole entire horrific scene where they're beating him with a Bible like they had like a funeral for him and yeah, they, yeah, a fake funeral and like his family is there and they like are crying and they're like then they start beating him with the bible and the little sister has to do it and it's just it was so much and like so so horrific, you know? It just there's just no way. Yeah. Like I, I can't even believe that like shit like that happens cuz it does and it's just
0: it's yeah. And then, and then he later comes to commit suicide, which is just horrific. And I like, you love, you like him because he like sticks up for
1: Jared and, you know, lets his mom inside. And oh, but when Jared snapped and like told everybody off, it was the best shit. Like I was like, you go, Jared, you fucking, this place is terrible. You call your mom. Like it...
0: I really yeah. was and...
1: excited to see him leave.
0: <laughs> Really, though, and just to see, just to see Nicole Kidman's character just, you know, shame on you. Like, shame on you. And I was yeah, like, I was yeah. like, fuck you, Nicole, fuck you, you <laughs> fucking tell him. I was super like, super mom. I like, I was like, you go, mom, you go.
1: Yeah. And then she apologized um, to him for, like, sitting in silence when those two men came over to, like, tell them what to do. And she just sat there and knew that this was not right for her son and still went along with it and... You could tell that she was, like, being oppressed or just felt like she didn't have a voice. And eventually, watching her son suffer, she's like, no, I'm going to fight for my son. I'm not going to be just a, like, goes whatever my husband wants wife. And then eventually it, like, kind of hurts their relationship because the husband has a hard time with that.
0: Yeah, which, yeah, which you can definitely see. Like, it's, it's super great seeing these characters develop like especially with Nicole Kidman who was who was there the mom was there she she kind of like even though they couldn't talk about their therapy outside of the class which of course this guy didn't want anyone talking about this because they did unspeakable horrible things to the to the to the people mm-hmm. but like she she went the extra step to You know, read like read the syllabus, read what was actually going going on, and and kind of like uh, clicking in to like you know being observant, like and and you and you see it, like it's not it's not just like she's avoiding it or ignoring Mm -hmm. it or anything, yeah. And then you actually see her change, which is fantastic. And then and then yeah, seeing seeing all of this change put pressure on the on the relationship of her and her husband which which was really great and and I think Russell Crowe did a fantastic job like really really being at odds with himself mm-hmm. like yeah you can just really watch, see it, watch, it in the it end him struggle
1: yeah not which... wanting to read his son's like st- like story in the times and it just yeah he's he struggled very now. well yeah
0: yeah Totally. Which, I mean, you could really expect from Russell Crowe, because he's just fantastic. And, and man, that, that dad bod he had, he was rocking. Oh, yeah. That was, wow. Yeah. Did, wow. Yeah. Not to be like, uh, he... mean,
1: but he kind of reminds me of your dad.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. hmm <laughs> He just, <laughs> definite dad bod. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's
1: my dad. Yeah. Well, um, your dad has a also has a little ponytail, so he's one up to
0: Not not little. It's not little anymore. It's, <laughs> it's going. It's he's still going. He's got longer hair than I do. Oh, and that's saying something. That's not good. <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever whatever floats his boat, man. Yeah, that's floats true. his boat. Yeah. <laughs> he can grow his hair out however long he wants. Um, but yeah, just super great performances all around. All around, really, and even and 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 even from the horrible people that worked <laughs> at, at the. Well, Flea was great. I liked Flea.
1: Who is Flea? I saw that like. Oh, he's the bassist for the Red Hot Chili Peppers.
0: Oh the scary guy yeah oh, he was the scary guy yeah oh my gosh he was the scary guy yeah oh my god i hated that guy well, oh but he was so good he is really good oh but he was so scary oh but he was so good yeah oh that's who that is wow wow he was terrifying i hated him
1: jeez <laughs> oh, emily you're a little like hopped up and excited right now i'm exhausted it's like almost 10 o'clock here had a really long
0: day. Uh, yeah, I was I was a little messed up after the movie, but I I had like I had just had pizza, so I'm pretty happy again. But
1: <laughs> yeah, but, and
0: just and I don't know, we're just bringing it all back now. It's just all back now. Yeah, I, and I and all the people like I again, I really enjoyed. What was that guy's name again? Xavier Dolan. Yeah, the, John. I love. Right, was the same John, the one that get got beat up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I loved a lot of the characters that were, uh, or a lot of yeah, well, the characters, uh, in the actual session as well. I kind of wish we could have gotten to know a little bit of all of them, but I, I agree. think the ones that they, I think the ones that they did pick, were very strong and very great additions to, to I guess making things a bit more complex. You know, some people are saying you know, just do what they say. say, say what they want you to say, you yeah. know, hate, hate your family, hate everything, blame someone, and yeah. you'll get out okay, because yeah. if, if you fight, if you fight back, like, there, this will not end good for you, but it's then. definitely true, yeah. But then you have the characters like Cameron that, you know, you could definitely tell that this kind of stuff, it, it, it hasn't numbed him. Yet, where no. I, I feel like these other characters have been numbed because I think Josh was saying that he'd been in the in the sessions like twice now or something, mm-hmm. and you know he was trying he was trying to s- seek like what's it called uh like safety from his own family because they were hurting him, and then we, we never really know much more about uh what was what was the kid with the platinum blonde hair's name Troy oh Troy Sivan's character Gary. I think so. Yeah, you, you don't really, you don't really know what's up with him, but you know he's kind of saying the same thing, which you know makes you think that he's been in the sessions for a bit, and he kind of, he kind of knows what's expected, and he's just trying to help people. But, man, I like Troye
1: Sivan. I thought, I thought he was great. He he had a really good English accent, like an American accent, because um, he's from Australia. Oh, he,
0: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Um, oh. Which, I mean, so is Joel. I, or is Joel a different?
0: I Actually, he, he might not be. Oh. A South African-born YouTuber? He's a YouTuber? Yes. Oh, yes, he is. He looks familiar. Um,
1: He came out on YouTube, like, I don't know, a while ago. And then now he's a pop star. Oh. Like, I, I mean, yeah, he's got an awesome album out right now. He's got this song called My 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 out that I really like. I, I would I'd check out his stuff. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, he's really cute. Like, he's awesome and is really going his own route right now. He's got kind of this ultra, like, He's he just kind of wears really fun stuff and he just kind of has an interesting look. I think he, he's going to go far.
0: Yeah, I'll check out his music.
1: Yeah, so Joel Edgerton is from from Australia as well. So there's a lot of people from Australia. We've got... Well, um, not from Australia, but Russell Crowe's from New Zealand, and then Nicole Kimmons from Australia, and Tris Vaughn, uh, that's, that's like, a a major part of the cast, and, of course, Lucas Hedges is from, like, uh, I think it's New York? Yes. Yes, he's from Brooklyn Heights, New York. (laughs) Oh, Lucas? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, super great cast. I did not like Um...
1: the, uh... All of the little videos of him as a kid in the beginning of the movie. I I
0: thought that was a bit much. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. That was. I
1: I, I didn't see how that. I completely forgot about those because they yeah. were completely pointless. I they were <laughs> again they
0: were just pointless. So like why even have them? Yeah. They they didn't do. They like they they didn't need them really. I mean and it also it also ended very abruptly. I thought. Yeah. I, it was. It was it's like he was uh, he was driving to the airport, I guess. Well, that's and how I felt about just, <laughs> uh, Beautiful Boy too. I was like, that's oh, right. the, the movie's over. Okay, <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, that it, ju- it just ended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that as well. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Oh this boy. Oh boy. This was good. Let's take a look at these metascores. Yeah, let's take a look. Ugh man. Okay, so it's a 71.
1: And let's see. Um We could read I'll mm. read the lowest one from the Guardian, which is a 40. Okay. It's cu- a curiously underwhelming muted often plodding 2 hours that fails to reach the emotional highs and devastating lows one would expect from the material.
0: Now, I don't think that's true at all.
1: No. I you know I think it could have been more dramatic, uh.
0: But honestly, wanted to be more dramatic. That's what I'm trying to say. I didn't
1: want it to. I didn't want it to be. So like I thought it was fine. I thought it was like realistic enough to be believable. Because
0: if it was any more dramatic, it wouldn't have been believable. You know? Because if because I mean if you think about it, just just the screenplay itself just provided all the. Like, the just words. listening to The what, words are yes, dramatic. Yes, the words of what these people were saying. It was dramatic enough. Yeah, so. you didn't, yeah, definitely, no. It did not need to be any more dramatic. I wouldn't have been able to take it if it was any more dramatic. Yeah. Wow. Um, anything else? Um. Uh, I like this one from IndieWire. 75.
1: While Edgerton's okay. fractured approach has a frustrating way of comp- compartmentalizing his characters into their own subplots, making it hard for the movie to convey the full sweep of its emotional journey, Boyer Race regards everyone with a raw empathy that it even that it, even its most difficult moments are fraught with the possibility of forgiveness. Hmm. Well, uh,
0: fractured approach, hmm has a frustrating way of compartmentalizing his characters. I like I the know, I don't know if I, I don't uh, know if I believe that either. I can't hard. Uh
1: I like the 95 at the top if you want to read that.
0: Okay, let's see. Uh by Film Threat Boy Erased is a poignant family drama that explores the importance of unconditional love and acceptance of oneself and each other. Edgerton solidifies his triple threat status, artfully and intelligently crafting a film that resonates with viewers and facilitates much needed conversation during these trying times. Well, that was very nice. <laughs> it's a it's 95. Very nicely so. put. Um,
1: yeah, I, I'd say that. I mean, like, like I said I like this movie. I don't think it's like the best movie I've ever seen and certainly not the best movie I've seen this
0: year. But I'm glad I saw it. I think I think just the fact that it that it brought up such an emotional response from me. I I I just feel like it was that that just feels very strong to me. I mean, yeah, there were definitely some unnecessary things here and there, but I thought the screenplay was very strong with yeah. just Tight. Well, yeah. I mean a, a lot of the screenplay was just the horrible garbage that the um that the therapy was spewing. Yeah. I mean may, maybe there could have been some stronger, like I mean everything that Lucas says is like super great, but maybe maybe like a maybe a bit more stronger Things from like maybe Russell Crowe and Nicole Kidman as well, and and maybe some of the other people in the in the therapy session, mm, like yeah. maybe could have made yeah. it all a bit more stronger. Because I just felt like a lot of it was just disconnected. You know, the con- constant preaching, very yeah. aggressive, ag- aggressive preaching, like yeah, which which was which was a lot of it, and that that definitely struck up a lot of emotions in me, like that. That makes me frustrated. I was very frustrated a lot of the time. hmm A lot. hmm And, and so maybe, maybe that, maybe that's just where I'm taking it, is just with, just with all, with all the, all the angry screenplay. It was very angry. Yeah. Hmm. I, I kind of, I kind of wanted there to be a bit more. Of, a, of an uplifting resolution, but again, just just to kind of just to kind of sweeten this this very uh, like not sour, but you know, it's like sweeten the this very dark movie. Yeah. But then I'm I'm glad that it kind of it kind of well, I mean, the pictures at the end kind of showed. That yeah, they were nice. Better after yeah. that. Yeah, it seemed like
1: they were very like they've become a very loving family, despite True. this hurdle that they all had to tackle together. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like it's this is a very happy story of like a positive situation that ended like as well as it could have. You know, like because it could yeah. have not gone well, and I mean it hasn't for, like the 70,000, like, uh, so many people, how, how many people did it say, like, had already gone, through, like, 700,000 people or something? Or it, it was, like, a lot of people who had gone through conversion therapy. Um, Oh, yeah, like, 700,000 or yeah, something. Yeah, and that's a lot of people, and I can imagine that, like, some of those people, like, so, uh, I would say a lot of those people, things did not end well for them, and this was not a good idea for them, and, you know, like, they became estranged from their families or, or something, you know, or worse. Yeah. Or, or much or worse, worse. Like what happens to Cameron, he kills himself. So, you yeah. know, it is like a very aware movie and I'm, I'm like glad that it came out now and that we can like see that this stuff does exist and that I'm surprised there hasn't been a movie made about it earlier. Um,
0: yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because it, it's
1: such a like a, an experience that so many people have gone through that I feel like it's definitely worth being uncomfortable as an audience because I, I'm just gonna say like both of these boys in these movies are in such terrible positions and it's like as hard as it is watching these movies it is even worse to be in their lives so I think like we get to see just a glimpse of this and it's just like kind of unfair because their lives were so much worse and. It's so much more difficult for them than us watching this movie, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Definitely a hundred percent agree.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, hmm. uh I hope Lucas gets nominated for this
1: for the Oscars. Um I don't oh, please. I don't know if he got nominated for a Golden Globe. Yeah, it uh, didn't seem
0: like there were very many movies in each in each nomination category for the Golden Globes. Like, is there usually only, like, five in each one? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I feel like that's pretty limiting, but all right. Yeah. But we'll see. We will see. I really hope he gets nominated. I hope, I hope, I hope. I don't know. I I, will see.
1: I thought he, he did a really good job, but, you know, like I said, Timmy did a good job, too. So, I, I don't think they should ignore e- either of those. Either of all bo- our boys.
0: Both of our boys should be nominated. Mm. Both of them. Both of
1: them. We were <sighs> singing, uh, three years ago, we were singing Lucas Hedges praises when he got nominated for Manchester by the Sea. So, still, still think he was fantastic
0: in that as well. Oh, definitely. If you enjoyed... Uh, boy Erased or Beautiful Boy, let us know in the comments what you thought. You can leave comments on SoundCloud or if you just enjoyed this podcast in general, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Please, we would love to hear what you guys think of everything. Uh, If you want to get notified on future episodes, you can follow our social media just search all by the popcorn podcast on facebook and like our page uh twitter is at all by the popcorn and or no at by the popcorn yes did i forget oh yes twitter is at by the popcorn and instagram is at all by the popcorn podcast yep and if you have any oh sorry go ahead also no that's you're right Oh, on facebook we're also on facebook did you already say that i i said facebook oh okay okay but okay if you have a suggestion for future episodes, you can email us. Our emails are allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com or allbythepopcorn at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes our our boys' podcast.
1: See y'all well, later. The boys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>